Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, my friends. Many of you know that I lead the ultimate marketing training program for life coaches, which happens to have the same name as this podcast, Joyful Marketing. It's always open. You can always join us and stay forever because it's never closing and you never lose access. And I know that many of you are thinking about enrolling and wondering, what's it really like to be in the program? Like you guys always message me and email me asking me these questions, you know, wondering what's there, what happens once I join, what do I actually learn? What results can I look forward to? Well, I'm so happy to say I'm bringing to the show today interviews with four of my clients who are actually in the program who have created amazing results in their businesses, including a couple of them who started out being in that zone of, oh my gosh, I'm doing all the things and I'm marketing hard and people are always telling me that I'm inspiring and that I'm helping them. And so where the F are the consults? Why is nobody hiring me? (laughs) They started from that place. And what I think is so fun is that in each of their stories that you're going to hear them tell, that they started creating results from where they started in just a couple of weeks or just a couple of months of joining the program. And it's all a product of not like spending hours and hours, you know, every day doing all the modules and being super comprehensive, learning all the things, which as listen, as an ADHD person, I just get overwhelmed even thinking about that. But what they did was take one idea, one challenge from the curriculum, one piece of coaching they got from me live on the call and went ahead and created a huge transformation within themselves, which immediately resulted in brand new clients reaching out to them and wanting to pay them for some coaching. You're going to get an insider's look at what it's really like to be in the program and be forewarned. (laughs) There's a good bit of wackiness happening and a little woo, but beyond just talking about what they learned in the Joyful Marketing curriculum, they're also going to be sharing with you today simple but powerful concepts that you can start applying to your marketing today to learn how to have 100% control over your you creating consult. Listen, this is the thing. We're going to tell you all about it. You're going to learn how to speak exactly to your ideal client without even having to know who they are. And we're also going to talk about how to bust through your writer's block when you, you get stuck on content creation like so many people do. So it's going to be a really good one, you guys. Without further ado, here's my conversation with four of my clients. Okay, I am so happy to have on the show today my wonderful clients in Joyful Marketing, Kirsten King, Allie Kibler, Nicole Oren, Natalia Hernandez. I think, Nicole, are you joining us from Israel? Oh my gosh, that's so fun. We are here to talk about the party that is Joyful Marketing. And I would love to have each of you introduce yourselves first. Kristen, would you introduce yourself, please? Sure. My name is Kristen King. I am located in Leadville, Colorado, which is America's highest city. And I am a life coach and I've been following Simone for, I think, like a year. And I was really mad when Joyful Marketing started because I wanted to give you all my money, but I had to wait until it opened. (laughs) (laughs) How did you find me in the first place? Do you remember? Yeah. Melanie Childers was like, you need to follow this bitch. And I was like, okay, (laughs) let's do it. Bitch followed. Awesome. Um, Kristen, we'll talk about this later too, but Kristen is the creator of uh, the amazing weekly illustrated coaching call notes. I mean, you have to see them to believe their awesomeness. I sometimes share about them on Instagram, but we're going to talk about that later. Allie, could you introduce yourself? Sure. I am Allie Kibler. I am a life and biz coach for new-ish and aspiring business owners. So I work with my clients to create a life and business that kind of flow with their cycle so that their energy and the actions they're taking really match that natural flow. I, it's funny, I'm similar, similar with Kristen. I wanted to start as soon as Joyful Marketing started, but I was like, oh, I can't yet. And so when I started in February, I like jumped in so, so hard and 
made a lot of progress really, really fast, which was really fun. Love to hear more about that in just a minute. Natalia. Hello. I am from Miami, Florida. I am a general life coach with sort of like an emphasis on relationships and mending relationships. I am also a paralegal and Simone, you and Joy for Marketing were, were not really in my radar because I'm a lot more corporate and not very into the woo. And it's the absolute number one thing that I needed in my life to change this whole business for myself. And so I am grateful to be here. And it's exactly what I needed. All the woo. All of it. <laughs> okay. Like, let's just start scaring people right off from the bat. <laughs> okay. We're going to hear yeah. all of that. <laughs> Nicole. Hi, so I'm Nicole Oren, and what I'm a life coach. And what I do is I primarily help women balance business and babies. I think that so many of us have a tendency to think that the two are separate, contradicting entities, when in essence, they can mesh beautifully into one entity that is us, kind of like through you. So that's what I do in my practice. I joined Joyful Marketing five weeks ago. And honestly, I wish I had joined earlier because I too had seen so much progress pretty quickly. Okay. Since you're the last one to introduce, introduce yourself, yourself, let's just start with you. Tell, tell us what you had loved so much about the welcome gift box. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wanted to lead with that story. So basically <laughs> when you join the group, everyone kind of posts like an intro and posts their winning results, which is, do, do the listeners know what a winning result is? Or Recap for them. Because one of, one of the big things that we focus on, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's basically like a process goal. So something that isn't necessarily tangible, like five new clients, but something that is more about your self-development goal. Yeah. If there's something that you focus on within your own self-development with your within your own growth that makes the tangible goal inevitable. Like if I have this growth for myself, then there's no way five clients is not going to happen. So we focus really hard on the, on, you can call it a process goal on the winning result. That's how you, we determine if you are winning, like I'm, I'm showing up for this growth for myself. And then the bonus results just show up on their own. Right. Exactly. So I wrote in there that I want my business to be a reflection of my soul. And the thing, my reasoning for that was I really wanted to show up more truthfully. Um, there was parts of myself, like the fact that I live in Israel and other parts of myself that I was hiding. Um, isn't, it, like, isn't that so funny? Because I kind of felt in the beginning, like I kind of had to hide the fact that I live in all the way in Korea, which like, why would anyone have a problem with that? But right inside me, I'm like, it's probably weird for some reason and people don't like it. <laughs> Did you have the same exactly. Right. Yeah. And I'm from New York. So I'm like, I felt that I could connect if I just would say, you know, I'm American, I'm from New York, born and raised, like kind of like yeah. connect to that part of me. But I was kind of neglecting such a huge part of myself unintentionally and sometimes intentionally. And that's why I said, I said that as a, as my winning result. Mm -hmm. So I posted that in the group. And then I get the welcome box, which was super awesome. Like, wow. And inside there's an Oracle card and I got truth. I actually have it pasted on my computer. It was so like, I had, I have chills telling you the story because it really felt like almost like an out of body experience. Like next to the card, it says like, this card was chosen for you by the spirit of your business. And I got truth. And I was like, okay, this is my time to just share all of me. Yeah. Yeah. I received the message kind of thing. So that was super amazing. I also have a weird story, but I bought, I was so inspired by the Oracle cards that I bought the deck and I started using it in my group and I pulled a card right before we started this and guess what card I got? I have to show you guys. It's not joy. True. Oh my gosh. <laughs> joy of the process. I was like, if this is not like a sign, if all of this is not a sign, I don't know what a sign is. So yeah, so I got that. And then after that, I already started sharing more of myself, like energetically, just, just stepping into my power. That's really what it felt like. And I got coached by you. I woke up, it's 3am for me, the coaching calls. And I woke up to get coached by you. And I, I'm so happy I did. And I got coached on how I had no consults on the books. And I thought that you were going to tell me, like, was I that like, was that like no consult? You, you've never had consults and you were trying to create your very first one or you've had them before, but you just 
were trouble creating another one? No. So I've had several before and then I kind of had like a dry spell (laughs) of a month or two. And so I had none on the books. And then you basically, the coaching you gave me was to really be in the miracle of my business. Yeah. Cause you showed Um, up being kind of whiny about it. (laughs) (gasps) Okay. I accept that. I did. I think, I think in my head, I really thought I was like, there, like I'm energetically there, like the, everything is there, but what, what's missing? I really thought I was missing like something tangible, like something yeah. in my strategy. Yeah. But, but here's what and, I mean by that. When I say you're being whiny about it, I don't mean like you're like, but it's like you were, you were in the, the missing, the lack, right. And you were missing, you're not looking at the miracle and the abundance that's right in front of your face. And all I had to do in coaching you was just like, turn your head, like, 30 degrees. And you're like, Oh, there's all this other stuff. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so I, in the next morning I integrated that coaching, which was a hard pill for me to swallow. I won't lie. And I showed up, I went live. I did like three posts, like just, just was like, all, and right away I got a consult. <laughs> it, it was crazy. Yeah. And since then I posted about yeah. So actually, yeah, I went live on, I don't remember what exactly oh, I did when yeah. I went, but I went live and then I posted like the most random thing that I wouldn't have posted if I, if I wasn't in the program, to be honest, I did dressed as my future self, which I'm very into style mm. and into things like that, but it just didn't, it never seemed relevant to my, to what I was doing. And then I was like, you know, I'm just going to share this, like dressed as my future self. Like, how do you like kind of thing? Like, how do you dress as your future self? Cause that's a concept I talk about. And then that, and also on the consult, that was what she kind of spoke about, like was one of the things that bothered her about, about where she is. So that was amazing. And since then I've had five consults and I have two more next week. Yeah. (laughs) Turn the faucet on. Yeah, I really did turn the faucet on. And yeah, like, I think I always am telling my people that I think business and motherhood have a lot, like have a lot in common in the sense that it's very easy in the beginning to be in the miracle, to get so excited, to feel the, like the miracle that is childbirth and that is, and that is a business, a new business. And then as the day to day happens, it's so easy to forget the miracle. And it's about like, it gets hard and you have to like redirect yourself to the miracle that is to be a business owner and, and a mom. Yeah. I'm like looking forward to learning that lesson myself, like with my actual child that's about to be born to the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just know that I'm going to do the same thing to it that my brain wants it at first and be like, oh my God, miracle. And then I'm going to be like, wait, you're not doing what I want you to do. I'm mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> but then it, you have the skill, like you taught me that skill of redirecting myself to the miracle and it's, it's, it's invaluable. That's wonderful. What I love about what you said is that It's not like you had to come up with like a new content strategy or do a whole bunch of new things. It was just, I really think that there is a block that most people create for themselves of like expectation and pressure and of how things have to look and how they have to present, which cuts off that organic flow that wants to happen between their brilliant uniqueness and the people that want to access that. Right. And so it looks like the day after you got coached, you were just like, Oh, like I already talk about this all the time, like um, using style to be show up as my, who I want to be. And you were, you were just, you just got free. You just freed yourself. And then of course, somebody was like, Oh, now I can see who the real Nicole is. Of course I want to work with her. Exactly. I think I was thinking about the word that I would like summarize how I feel and it's free. It's free so, in my business, free in my life. Yeah. Next time you draw a card, it's going to be freedom. It's going to be free. <laughs> <laughs> Discovered my powers. <laughs> so good. Thank you so much for sharing, Nicole. And I know that this Thank is you. literally just the beginning of you teaching the whole world how to be amazing at mothering businesses and actual human children. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Natalia, let's go to you next. What's going on, lady? Hello. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to see your face. <laughs> so I want to, I wanted to invite you on for many reasons because you're amazing, but also because I get so many messages. I get so many people um, sending me emails and asking me if joyful marketing could help them if they have 
zero clients, if they've never signed anybody before, if they feel like they're just starting out, can this help me? Or is it just for established coaches? And I was like, oh, we'll just ask Natalia about it. 100%. So like I said before, I am very structured in my thinking. And sometimes that really inhibits you. And when I joined, there was just something about you and the way you spoke, the way you marketed, it just pulled every part of my heartstrings that I didn't really think I had. <laughs> mm. So I joined in, I think, December, or when you opened it, I was November. like, take my money, November, yeah. like, here's my credit card. So I started and I was like, what well, you said being blocked. So when I decided to become a coach, I thought more surface level, what would be fun for me? What would be interesting for me? I always knew I wanted to help, but I wasn't quite sure exactly in what. And so I had a lot of the niche drama, which is one of the modules that I love about this program, right? It really helped me process my issue with having to have a clear niche and all that. But what I learned through the coaching and in the workbooks that really make you open up your mind is that the one thing that I wanted to talk about is the thing that I felt most afraid to open up about. Everybody nodding on this call right now, nodding really hard. <laughs> yeah. So I think a lot of coaches, especially new ones like me, I had no consults, no clients, like none on the horizon. Everything I was saying was nice and motivating and inspiring. Yep. Right. So I got all those comments and all those likes, and it filled my ego like, yeah, they love it. They love it. They love it. And then I got coached by you, and I was like, I know logically everything's going smooth, but I have zero consults. Like, what is happening? How? Give me all the answers. Yeah. And when I dived into the workbook, like, truly being honest with myself. Everything that I put down was how I felt as a teenager, in my 20s, the angst that I had. And I realized that being an empathetic person, which I just came to that realization through this program, that I am an empathetic person. And I was kind of shying away from being so open to that. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a paralegal and I'm more structured than this and that. It's so safe that I had to, to soften. Yeah, sorry. It's like so safe to hide behind, like, oh, I'm this professional paralegal. I have my shit together. Blah, 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 right? It's like, oh, let me like put all the real things that I that I want to talk about. Like, I'm gonna hide that over there, right? Mm -hmm. And it's really easy, like you said, it's really easy to just show up with the nice, polite inspiring, positive stuff and get so much wonderful feedback from people who say, yeah, go to tell you. It's so inspiring. It's so wonderful what you're saying. Yay. yay, yay!" But then none of it has teeth. Yeah. Yeah. And what has teeth is the thing that makes you a little bit like, oh my God, am I allowed to say that? Right. I mean, not, not because you're like being provocative for the sake of provocation, but it's mm -hmm. like, there's something in you that wants to be said go that goes beyond the small talk and it sounds like you gave yourself permission to just come out and, and share that side of you, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, the workbook helped bring all that out. And once I said, okay, I'm in this program, like, this is what I want to do, just fully commit, not surface level commit, but in my heart, open up. If not, this isn't going to work. The moment I started doing that, everything clicked. And the thought in my head, and I know a lot of coaches think this way, the thought in my head of how do I get consults, but it's not in my control. I don't have the control to get consults. A thousand percent you do. If you have the power to put it in your marketing, what your truth is, what you want to convey, that alone is what will create the consults. And when I learned that, it shifted everything. And then the consults started coming. And then now I have like, yeah, I have five clients now and a couple Gosh. of clients five for next week, five wow. since February. So in, since February, I've created five clients. So it took me a couple of months to like implement. And then the ball started rolling in February and it just became like this shift, like what Nicole was saying, like just this shift of, I feel settled now in like my truth as a coach and like, this is just who I am 
Like a paralegal is what I was, but this is who I am now. Oh my God. So amazing. You just got started coaching professionally, charging people money, and you didn't have to do like a whole rigmarole or like try to find your niche to like find your identity as a coach. It's like, no, my, I, I know my identity as a coach. It's solid. It's clear. My identity as a coach is, is my truth about myself. Two things quickly. One is the spirit of my business. So I wrote that down because I didn't want to forget that. I don't have, I, some people have a separation. For me personally, I don't have it separate. Like I yeah. am my business. Like the yeah. spirit is within me. Mm-hmm. And so whatever my truth is, that's the spirit of my business. And like, that's what I'm offering up to the world. And the other thing is that you gave just brilliant coaching yesterday when you said the first like 100,000 that you make in your business is like the first trimester of your business to not focus on what your niche is and try to force, you know, you to narrow things down and get everything perfect and figure it all out. Like give yourself that time to learn what you want to do and how you really want to help people, but give yourself that space and that process. And in the beginning, it's all this angst and you just want to get to it, but you can't get to it unless you just relax and let yourself follow the process to go through that first trimester of your business. So that was brilliant. And it just hit home just perfectly. You know what I want to add to that is I think the reason I think the universe loves us so much and it's always conspiring for us on our on our own behalf, right? And the reason that the first hundred thousand dollars that you earn your and in your business, you have to continuously experiment and you have to try things and you have to grow as a person through it and let your business teach you things that you didn't you can't come at it from a predetermined agenda. That's so uncomfortable to most of us who went to school and who had jobs and we just had to like study for the test and get A's and follow the instructions and get a good performance review and, and get our get get our salary and go home. It's so uncomfortable. The reason that the universe gives that to us as an assignment to earn your first $100,000 is because I think the universe wants us as life coaches to prove that we are living our work because it's like, listen, pretend the universe is talking to you. The universe is like, listen, I want to know like you want to help other people as a life coach to live their best lives and to, to live their biggest truth, right? That's what we all do, no matter what your niche is. And I want to know that you are in integrity because only when you are in integrity, can you help as many people as you want? Can you be as powerful as you want? So here's how we know if you're in integrity is if we know if you have your own back, when there is no like blueprint, when there's no, when you don't know, know what your niche statement is, when you don't know what your brand colors are, when you don't even know who your ideal client is, when none of that is defined and certain, can you find the certainty in your own heart. When nobody's giving you accolades and nobody's giving you money and nobody's affirming like, oh, you're the greatest, whatever. Can you affirm your own expertise in the absence of all of that? It really feels to me like, like a benevolent test of like, oh, the universe is like, I really want to know that, that you have your back because I have your back. When you have your back and I, I have your back, I'm the universe, right? Then we can really do some magic together. And so it's it's a sacred period. I compared it to the first trimester on that call because my head is full of pregnancy metaphors. But I think you articulated that so beautifully. And you're such an example of like, yeah, I just signed my first five clients ever. I just went from zero to five in two months of being in joyful marketing. And I know exactly who I am. That doesn't mean I'm never going to change. I, I'm sure you're going to grow and evolve and iterate a lot as you make more and more and more money and help more and more people. But the external circumstances of who you help and what your brand is like, et cetera, that does not create your confidence. It does not create your certainty and clarity. What you know about yourself internally, that's what creates it, right? Yeah, 100%. And it's interesting because I did. So I had a client call a couple of days ago and we were talking and, it, and she was getting over um, a divorce. So we're working through that. And then I posted something different the next day about professional women balancing their work life and their home life and how stressful that can be in their interpersonal relationships. And she texted me and said, did, 
is that post about me? Not in an angry way. She was just like genuinely. And I said, no. And she said, I really thought you were just talking to me. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw my husband, he said, wait a minute. I thought you were a relationship coach. And now you're writing about, you know, women in, in the workplace. And I said, well, I'm a general coach that fo- focuses on relationships. And that can turn depending on how the person wants to perceive what I'm writing. So I'm writing from what I consider to be the most helpful thing for someone in their relationship or in their current situation and how they perceive it is up to them. 100%. And and I said, so I don't want to narrow myself down into specifically relationship coach or marriage coach or any of these boxes when I have the opportunity to help many different kinds of people because my one client is with me for a relationship issue. But she immediately related to this work post that I did. You don't have to be specific about who you're going after because when you're just showing up as yourself, people know specifically for themselves why they want to hire you. And it's different for everybody, right? Like when I created Joyful Marketing, I wasn't like, I'm going to help paralegals and realize that they're empaths. (laughs) But you knew, right? And so it's like, show up with your work and let the world decide how, why it loves you. Why let everybody decide for themselves. Each person's going to have a different reason why they love you, why they want to work with you. And that's not your job to try to know, right? Mm -hmm. So good. Such an example of what's possible. Okay. So Allie, Allie Kibler, what's up lady? Um, While you were talking, I, I have one thing I've been really working on in my business is actually listening to my nudges and listening to like I've started calling them my messages that I'm getting from the spirit of my business or the people around me who are just like hanging out and I don't even realize they're there. And I was called to write down that joyful marketing was my permission slip to follow the fun Mm -hmm. and to listen to my nudges and to be bold and to say the things that I've wanted to say, but have been so afraid to say and really just step into my power. So I, I literally wrote down, be bold and direct, say the thing and allow the discomfort to bubble up and know that it's okay, that it's there. Like joyful marketing was my permission slip for that to happen. So I'm so excited that I'm here and that you have created this for us. Ah, oh, I love that you're here too. And what you just said, you know, like giving yourself permission to be in the joy and be in your truth um, and risk the discomfort. We that's what we would call like winning result, right? Like let's go for those internal qualities, those process goals of how you want to be as a person. But then when you focus on those, the the tangible results always follow. Cause correct me if I'm wrong, but as I understand it, you signed one client in the first month of joyful marketing and yep. you signed your second client eight days after that, yep. <laughs> and that, making that your biggest money month ever. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I signed clients middle of last year And then it was like a dry spell for like months and months. And I was really going through this very deep transition um, and shifting a lot of things about who I am as a person and really tapping into like my authenticity and becoming myself without fear. I used to like joke that I was a witch, but like my friends joked about it and was kind of like this funny joke thing. But really, like when I think about myself as a person, I really resonate with some of those woo qualities. And like, I started calling myself like, no, I actually am like very witchy and that's like who I am and that's fine. But I was afraid to share all of that. And so late last year, I started really like playing with that, having fun with it. I joined your old Facebook group uh, late last year and was like, oh my gosh, where have I been? Why was I not here? This is like my safe place. I love being here. And then joyful marketing opened and I was not in a place that I could join right away, but it was constantly like my next client. I'm, I'm doing it. Like, this is where that money is coming from. This is the decision that's being made. I'm ready for that. And so dry spell continued, but then I had like five consults in one month. And no one said yes. And I was like, what the hell? I'm doing this wrong. Something's wrong with me. They don't like me, whatever. You know, I went through all of that, like mind fun drama that was happening and joined Joyful Marketing in February and did 
went through like a lot of the modules and decided like, I'm going to say the thing I'm going to be bold because if they don't like it, they're not my people. I will find my people by saying the things that I want to say, how I want to say them. And I'm not kidding you. I, I did that for like three days and I sent an email Someone booked a consult. She said yes on the call and she paid within two hours. And I was like, what, what, like how, how did this happen? And literally the, in the time that like she had booked the consult and we were waiting five days before the actual consult happened. I had a lot of drama about the amount of time that was happening there. Someone else booked a consult for another week out. She was also a yes on the call and paid within two hours. And I was like, okay. Like, here we go. It happened in eight days. I decided to step into my power and be bold and direct. The thought that I always go to is my truth telling and directness changes lives. They have to hear this from me right now. And so when I tap into that and like feel that whatever the message happens, like whatever message comes to me and I share it, people need to hear it. It clearly works. It, I mean, bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. I feel like (laughs) I want to reiterate what you said because it's so important. Like how you find your ideal clients is you say the thing you want to say in the way that you want to say it. Right. I mean, think you know, you see coaches around you have so much drama about finding their ideal clients. First of all, you got to go find them because they're lost in the woods and then you have to like convert them. Right. It's like, oh my God, it's so much work. It sounds really stressful, but no, there's one step involved, like literally one step, which it's like a theme today, right? Like Natalia talked about it. Alec, it it's, you say the thing that you, that is dying to coming out of you, Like you speak your truth in the way that you want to say it and boom, it's like, it's like magic. It's effortless. And then suddenly people come out of the, everybody's nodding right now, come out of the woodwork. Yeah. hundred percent. And I had people that were offended. I had people I have never had, I sent that, I sent an email and I've never had people respond directly to my email. And I had two people respond to my email about how offended they were are, are, they were, and then they left. They like unsubscribed. We celebrate that in Joyful Market. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> okay, I see you. Goodbye. Like there's the door. But like, that was the first time that I had clearly been bold enough that I had made somebody feel something to the point where they were like, I have to go. This is not the girl for me. And so that was just kind of a fun thing to actually have to celebrate the fact that that was happening. Yeah. If people aren't leaving, they're not coming in either. Right. If people aren't saying a hard no, they're not saying a hard yes either. It's something that I say over and over again in the program. One thing I was thinking when you said, speak your truth and make it loving, like it needs to be loving when you say it. The energy that I have really brought up in myself, I call it my sassy big sister energy. I have a younger sister. And so I'm like, always giving her like the tough love. And it is from that loving place, but from the, this is the truth that you need to hear right now. And I love you. And you like, this is important. And that is the energy that I have started to bring to what I share and how I show up on my consults too. And how I talk with my clients, because it really is being bold, telling the truth and being loving about it. That's what people need. And so you're, you hit the nail on the head when you said, be loving and tell your truth. I just want to add something to what Allie was saying. Yeah, I'm sure that exactly what she says, the directness that she says and what all the coaches here say is what our people want to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a hundred percent, what we say, how we say it, how direct we say it, it's what they truly want. Because they're sick of the inspirational quotes too. They, 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 you just open up Instagram. That's all they see. They're like, they just want to see somebody being real. Yep. I really want to emphasize that there are worksheets for this because I, I can imagine like somebody, <laughs> Nicole's holding them up right now. <laughs> How do you stop people pleasing and tell the truth? Like, because it can be like, if that was enough to just p- tell people, oh yeah, just tell the truth. They're like, what does that mean? Like, what, there's a lot of nuances. And I really wanted to make it as easy and simple as possible for you to... No, like do, do that work step-by-step step so you can get a feel for what it feels like without being overwhelmed, without being confused. Like it's, it's so, I, I made it so that it's so clear and doable through, through the, all the worksheets that we have in, in the modules. 
Thank you, Allie, for all that wonderful wisdom. And if you, and there's so, so many wonderful takeaways already so far, but like, if that was one of your takeaways as a listener, right? Like just my, what did you say? My, my truth. Can you say that? Say that that again. My directness. My truth telling and directness changes lives. They need to hear this from me right now. Yeah. You should just all just write that down just right now. (laughs) And paste it somewhere where you can see it often and have that be your guide to copywriting. That's all you need to know. Perfect. Thank you so much. Kristen. I don't even know where to start with you only because you are just like such a, you're just like the most fun, fun person. And you just add so much like glitter to the entire group and creativity. And we can just see you having a ball all the time with the garbage challenge and just being awesome. So well, can I just like tell you two things about that? So I have had a story about myself for so long that I am no fun. And one of the things that I love about you is like how, like you were saying before, I, I think it was Natalia. No, now I can't remember who said it. With my permission slip to do these things. Oh, it was Allie. Thank you, Allie. I'm like, it was my permission slip to like think of myself as a fun person and to like actually say things like the way I actually say them. Because who I really am is like one part Brene Brown and like one part the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and I keep pretending I'm neither of those things right (laughs) and so I'll tell you in January I had like the best performing post I ever did was actually like a comment in a Facebook group and everyone was like tired of the inspirational shit like you just said and I was like here's the deal your brain is full of shit and I have a shovel (laughs) and I sold $20,000 worth of coaching from that comment and like seriously Sold twenty thousand dollars in like one week in January on that comment with that shovel comment. <laughs> yeah, your brain is full of shit, and I have a shovel. <laughs> oh my god! Meanwhile, people are like belaboring these long torture posts that they're trying to. Oh, please, just oh my gosh, that's so good. Yeah, it was crazy. So yeah, this has been like my joy and delight is just to fucking have fun with it already. Okay. I I really want to know how you went from having the ridiculous self-concept that you're not fun to being able to like learn that. What was it about? How did you turn it on? Well, it's funny. So like, it's a lot of time, like in denial about what a fucking delight I am. And then I started (laughs) trying on, like telling people like, it's, oh, it's fine. You'll love me. I'm a delight. I'm, I'm so much fun. And then I actually started to believe it because I started asking myself, like, how would someone who was actually really fun and like authentically themselves show up? And along the way, I realized that that's actually like who who I am in the world. Like I've been coaching in some form for like 15 years and I actually like got certified and launched like a, a, like a proper official coaching practice last spring. And I didn't really know who I was working with. And I realized over the course of accepting that, like, I am actually allowed to see myself as a fun person, that my client is like women who want more and are tired of feeling guilty about it. Like you lie in bed at night and you're like thinking to yourself, oh my God, is this it? Like, no, it's not like you're actually allowed to want more and you don't have to feel bad about it. And you don't have to feel overwhelmed and you don't have to get burned out and you don't have to feel like you're perpetually doing everything wrong. And I know because that was me and then I went and got more and it's fun as hell. And so it was this kind of like evolution. And then right around the time I found you in your free group, I decided I was going to do a hundred offers in a hundred days. And so for July 17th to October 25th, I did an offer every single day, whether I felt like it or not. You really and like those challenges, like, huh? Cause I know you're having a lot of fun with the group. I love, I love like counting things, especially in like round numbers, like anything that's a hundred. I'm like, sign me up. Let's do this. <laughs> we like hundred challenge. I'm going to come up with more. hundred days of new yelling with my kids in 2017. Like I did a hundred days of offers. I'd like the garbage post challenge, like a hundred posts, boom, 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 boom. Oh my God. It's like my favorite. So much fun. I I'm so inspired by um the way you show up and share about like okay I just did this thing I think I'm going to die and then we're all like you didn't die Kristen <laughs> tell us about all the fun you're having with the garbage post challenge and not dying actually you should probably tell people people what what it's about first okay so the garbage post challenge is 100 posts in 30 days and what qualifies as a post is it has words and you publish it. Like somewhere someone can see it, like not just in a note on your phone that you don't tell anyone about, right? So like it just has words and you post it somewhere and that's it. 
that's it. That's like the minimum yeah. requirement. Everyone, like- everyone wants to overcomplicate it. It's like, if you say, hi, my name is Kristen. It's raining today. It has English words and you posted it. That counts as a post. And it's like fascinating to me how resistant people are to making it, let it letting it be that simple. <laughs> multiple times and I'm still resistant to it. I'm like, well, is that really the analogy that I should be using? And then I'm like, well, if it's not, I'm just going to write another post. Boom. And I sent it out. Because I'll like, I've, I've been doing like copywriting and like digital content strategy since like 2004. And like, I use like this degree in publishing and I'm like, oh, I have to do it perfectly because like I have training. And I'm like, no, I just need to show up because nobody's interested in perfection. They just want something real. Yeah. Like I can shovel up the shit in your brain. That's <laughs> yeah, a shovel. Well, and you told me, cause I freaked out about this a couple of months ago and I got coached on the call and you were like, just go write something for the sheer pleasure of it. Oh, and yeah. for those of you who saw my illustration, you'll notice that I coined the term right starvation from that because okay, this is something hold on. Because you, you talk fast. So I have to slow it down. That's right. Starvation as in starvation, right with a W yeah. So what's the definition of right starvation? Writing something just because it fucking feels good. Yes. Oh, I, I remember that coaching. I think you came and said like you were feeling blocked, you that you weren't enjoying, like you didn't know what to write, something like that. Yeah. And I was using the fact that I had done a hundred posts in a hundred days against myself as a reason that I couldn't do another round of garbage posts. It was ridiculous. Right. And I said, what if you stopped writing for I think that's what I remember. What if you stopped writing for clients or to stop writing to have a certain effect on other people, but just wrote for your own fun, just wrote, wrote it with the only goal being that you delight yourself, that you have fun with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You told me to do, do something totally indulgent with each post. Something totally. In- oh, that's when you were like, right. Starvation. Yeah. So what was that? Yeah. What was that like? How did you, what, what <laughs> it was like, we want to know what that was. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I can't even remember what I wrote right after that, but it got a lot of response, whatever it was. I, one of my things is that whenever I notice that I'm blocked in my writing is that I'm afraid to say something and it's the exact Mm -hmm. thing that I need to say. And I don't remember what it was that night, but that was the next post I wrote was the thing that I was afraid to say out loud. There's that theme again. What would you, how would you advise somebody who's like, okay, all this talk about truth sounds really good. But like, when you say, I have to say the thing that, that wants to be said, I have to speak my truth. And I want to, I want to say it in a way that it's fun for me, but I don't know what that is. Right. How would you advise them? Well, okay. So a couple of things I want to say about that one, if you don't like writing, like as long as it conveys words, like, I don't care if it's a picture. I don't care if it's a sketch. Like, so, you know, whatever is actually fun for you, if it's a video, if, if it's an image of some kind, like, you're allowed to just share that because it's fun. It doesn't have to have anything to do with your business. Because, like, there are lots of life coaches, but people want you because of who you are. And if that's, like, one of the things I've been posting a lot recently has nothing to do with coaching, but we got a new puppy and like oh who I am as a person bought a rainbow ring sling for my dog. And I like post pictures of me wearing my puppy because it makes me happy. And he's freaking cute. And like that counts. Like it doesn't have to be like your great memoir. Like you can just be like, man, today sucked. And who knew? Yeah. I think that people think that what creates clients is impressing them impressing them with your professionalism and expertise and how perfect you are, but, and, and trying to live up to those standards as you create content is what gets people so blocked. But like you said, like if somebody's, if you're, if you don't think you're a writer, you don't, writing is hard for you. You don't want to write whatever, what, even if you don't want to write, there is something inside you and what's inside you is the desire to connect to other human beings. You might mm-hmm. hate doing video. You might hate, I don't know, whatever it's not about the medium. You're a human being. If you're a human being, unless you're a total sociopath, you have the desire to connect. You find pleasure and comfort in connecting with another human being. And that's what social media is. It's an opportunity to connect with other human beings. So I, I mean, I love what you said. And I would, I would add, if you're, if you're struggling with how to show up, it's like show up because 
it gives you joy to connect, right? In whatever form or shape you want to find connection through, right? And and you get to decide. And if if that for you is like, hey, the way I want to connect with people is by like taking a picture of myself with my puppy in a rainbow slang and or talking about how my day sucks, that's beautiful. It doesn't have to highlight your expertise. It doesn't have to convince people that you're an amazing life coach because guess what? Your your audience, the people who follow you, who are friends with you on social media, that's their basic desire too, is that they just want to connect to another human being, right? And I think that the reason that I've been, I've been so, one of the reasons that I've been so successful is because lots of people feel genuinely connected to the person that I am. And even when I'm not talking about coaching or business, it's like, I feel like I know her. I feel like I want to be friends with her. I feel like we are friends. And that is authentic, even if I've never talked to you personally, because when I show up being my true self, there's something about that recognition of like, oh, like my spirit recognizes your spirit and we're friend spirits or whatever, right? And when you're trying to be perfect, people never have that opportunity to make that connection with you. And what everyone said on the on the call so far in, in slightly different ways is that we we give people a, a, a way, a chance to find that connection with us. And that truly is the most powerful force that creates trust, that creates the kind of you know desire for, for people to lean on you and ask you for help and, and want to pay you money. Cause it's I think that that connection is is a currency. It's so rare in this world, right? Anyway, that just like turned into a long spiel. But anybody have anyone anything they want to add to that? I'll add just one thing. You mentioned this over and over and over again. And I think it's important, especially for coaches that think like I did in the beginning, that when you write to people, because at least it's the thought that I had, because it's going out into the, the world where thousands of people can see it, it needs to be slightly elegant or a little fancy or a little educated, right? But you say so often if you're not saying it like you're saying it to your friend, then you're doing it wrong. Like people don't care about that. They don't want to be like spoken to or lectured to or whatever. If you know, you just need to speak to people like a normal human being, because that's how people all relate is just one human being to the next. So just say what you want to say in your post. Or like, like you actually, I think you said it into someone in a coaching session, write it down on your phone, like in your notes, if you want of how you would say it exactly to your friend and then just go post that. Yeah. And that's perfect. That's money making advice right there. Like no censoring, no editing, just say it the way, unfiltered the way you would say it to a friend. Let's just like end the conversation by having, Natalia started it, have everybody else like give a piece of advice to people who want to market the joyful marketing way and start creating different results in their business. Whatever words of wisdom you have to impart. Nicole? So I want to say that it's in line with with what Natalia said. It's that perfectionism is actually the thing that's blocking you from making that connection and from meeting the person and the people that you're going to help. And that was the one of the biggest lessons I've learned and and I'm still implementing. Yeah, I think it's kind of like showing up to a first date to somebody that you really want to connect with and somebody that you think is cute or whatever, and then and then showing up with this like very like polished like slightly fake version of yourself because you think that's more attractive as opposed to just being yourself because like sooner or later they're going to find out (laughs) and if they really are your person then they want to see who you really are warts and all right from the beginning and you're just like slowing down the process by presenting as somebody other than exactly who you are at when when you're being real right yeah exactly and i just want to add also a lot of it is not even, we don't notice it as perfection within ourselves. We just look around us and look how everyone else, quote unquote, at least for me, is doing it. So that's how it should be. Like it's the standard, so to speak, versus looking internally and what is my truth and what is, what do I want to say? Yeah. Don't follow the standard, create your own standards. What I say. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you, Nicole. Allie? My best advice that I have enjoyed, like, using for my business is just to follow the fun, really listening to the nudges that are, are coming and and happening inside and actually committing to like follow through with one of them and following the fun. I used to get those nudges and ignore them. And then I would be 
struggling to create content or struggling to, you know, create the consults or whatever I was trying to create at the time. And now when the nudges come, I write them down and some of them I say no to and let them kind of go. But other ones, the ones that feel really fun, I go with them. Like right now, a month ago, I had a nudge to to create a a workshop of some sort. And I started calling it a workshop with its party pants on. And it has been so fun. And we started yesterday. So today's day two. And then we have one more day tomorrow and like so much fun. So follow the fun, do the fun thing, follow the nudge and let it lead you to the next fun thing. Best advice ever. Amazing. Kristen. Thing that has come back to me over and over through this whole joyful marketing process is like you can be serious about helping people without taking yourself so seriously. Mm-hmm. Like it is okay to relax and have fun and screw it up and say it the wrong way. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that you just keep showing up and that if it doesn't feel great, it's okay. Just show up again. And it just takes some practice and it doesn't have to be this like big. Amen. Yeah. You can be silly and irreverent and also be very serious and purposeful. And because that's who you are as a human being, you contain multitudes, you are paradoxical, you are all of it. So stop trying to be one thing and give people the pleasure of seeing you in your complexity, in your layers, right? That's what creates the connection because it's the truth. Okay. I am going to, you all heard what these amazing ladies are like. If you're like, I want to work with her, we're going to put up their contact info, how to find them on the socials in the show notes. So go follow them, stalk them, be friends with them, hire them, all the things. And I want to thank you so much for showing up for your own work and really throwing yourself into the growth and reaping the rewards and being an example of what's possible. I celebrate each and one of you. I love you. Thank you so much. Yay. Okay. Thank you so much. Yay. Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that link in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox next time.